The following podcast was recorded before COVID-19. The information shared about a future student summit in 2020 is postponed. Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org. Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Angela Yeager with Employment First. This episode focuses on the Student Summit held in October 2019. The Student Summit brought together transition students from across Oregon to explore and engage in pre-employment skills and future planning. Joining me today is Michael Salatori, Director of Supported Education at Malala River School District, Chris Rita, who is a Transition Network Facilitator, and Marilyn Morse, a Youth Transition Program Coordinator. Welcome to the show. And we also have students, Eddie, Cameron, and Destiny, who participated in the Student Summit. Welcome, all of you. Thanks. Thank you. I think this is the biggest group we've ever had on the Employment First podcast, (laughs) so I'm super excited. So I'm going to start off with kind of an easy question for whoever wants to take it, whether that's Michael or Chris. Um, So what is the Student Summit? Um, So the Student Summit was an idea that came up as part of the Transition Technical Assistance Network. We talked about creating an authentic experience for students across the state to come together and really do some authentic practicing of pre-employment transition skills, um, and also look to passing on leadership skills and ways to help them become more successful as they transition to adulthood in their communities. Great, so you kind of answered this already, but what was the overall goal of the summit? Yeah, I think the goal was not only to do the practicing of pre-employment skills, and the leadership skills, but also just to have a time for students to leave their homeschool areas, come to a central location in Oregon, and have an experience having roommates in a hotel and um, meeting other students that are in the same place in life and talk about pathways to more independence in a way that really would be practice with performance going out there and doing it in the community and in the community that they hadn't necessarily ever been in before. Yeah, and this was the first year of the program. Right? Yeah, this was actually a pilot. Okay. Um, so we were doing this in hopes that it went well. We were hoping it would all go well, mm-hmm. put a lot of work and a lot of staff time into it to make sure that it was executed in a way that could be replicated across the state in the future and multiple times. Great. And how many schools and students participated in the pilot? So we had 27 students participated, schools from across the state. So we had Centennial School District, David Douglas, Burns, Redmond, Malala River, and then we had the home school district of Hood River also came and they stayed with us as well and were the local hosts. So that's quite a good area of the state from Portland to Burns. All different size regions as well. So it was metro as well as very small communities. So for Michael and Marilyn, why did you think it was important for students from Malala's transition program to participate? First of all, anytime I'm seeing leadership across the state step up and say, gosh, we've got a unique idea that could really bring authentic experience. That excites me and excites our team. Our program in Malala recently has really evolved into where we're having those on the theme of authentic experiences, from work experiences to traveling in the community to learning how to take transportation, really working toward more independence. 
We have a fully inclusive transition program in our district where we share the space with the district office staff. And I think that's pretty unique in Oregon. For example, our students share the same break room as the district office staff. And it's not uncommon to be working on cooking skills in the afternoon, authentic experience. And the staff don't mind the smell of cookies baking in the afternoon <laughs> from time to time. Uh, right? And, uh, and so as well, the students plan our annual holiday party that takes place every December to celebrate the holidays and so they plan everything from the menu to making the food and we always host a big breakfast and they make bingo prizes and so we have a really nice inclusive holiday celebration so when Chris Rita reached out to us as our transition network facilitator and said hey you want to take part in this pilot we jumped at the opportunity and uh Gosh, last summer where you were scrambling to try and find <laughs> districts because I think you got kind of the word that it was a go a little bit later in the summer. And so Maryland just came on board with us uh, this past summer. So Maryland, I'm curious to, to sure your thoughts on it. What I was really excited about is I knew that the students were going to have the opportunity to do things they had never maybe experienced before. And like going to a hotel and they had to check in by themselves. They did awesome. They did great. That's one thing I was really excited because a lot of times we're doing things repetitiously until they've got it down, like talking to an employer. But so I was really excited to see their reaction. That's awesome. So what was your role in supporting the students at the summit? Well, I drove them there. Yeah, well, that's a big role. <laughs> Making sure they can get to Hood River, right? Right. And then I was there to support each one of them if needed. We had another staff member there also. Awesome. Have you heard about the Employment Outcome System? Doesn't sound exciting, I know, but it is. The Employment Outcome System, or EOS website, puts you in control. Go to eos.oregon.gov, and you can look at info and outcomes for agencies providing employment services to people with developmental disabilities in Oregon. You can look up providers in your county and compare their numbers on employment services. Okay, so... Eddie, Cameron, and Destiny. So what were your hopes going into the Student Summit? What did you hope, would, what did you think was going to happen? Let any of you take a shot at the question. Well, I want to make new friends doing ways and find out how my job experience work. Yes. And practicing my job experience and work hard. Great. We went there, expected to Learn a lot, a lot of interesting stuff that we may never have done before, and uh, learn how to actually go practice an interview and sit down with somebody and have an actual interview without getting nervous. And that's what, that's what we did at the student summit, and that helped us to, well, that helped me to get a job at uh, the Bentley Feed Store in Malala. Uh, where I, I attend work now, so uh, yeah, that it was yeah. all it was all great stuff. That's awesome. I'm gonna check in with you about your jobs a little later, but that's really really great news that you feel like that helped you prepare for your job that you now have. So, what about you, Destiny? Did you have some hopes going into this, like what you were hoping to get out of the experience? Yeah, I wanted to meet new friends, which I did. I met a lot of new friends there. You did, yeah. yeah. So similar to what Eddie said. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's what you were hoping to get out of it. So what did you actually get out of it? What was your favorite part of the summit once you got there? Making new friends, do art projects, making job offers, and working hard, having fun, joining the pool. <laughs> there was a pool? 
Yeah. 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 So that was a highlight. Okay. <laughs> the pool changed colors. The pool changed colors. Yeah, they had wow. like lights in the pool, and at night it would change colors. That's and the pretty. pool was actually warm, and it was like cold water, which was really weird. <laughs> that's so that's awesome. So a pool was the highlight. So what else? What are some things that you practiced or got to do at the student summit? Well, we practiced saying, um, making jobs, <clears throat> typing in computers, and well, helping people out. In what way did you help people out? Well, we help on each other by saying how do, how what kind of jobs they like to do. So like helping other students that were there with you. So kind of talking through that. Chris, do you want to? Yeah, something? during so the um, it was two overnights first of all, and three days. So one full day and two half days. And during that time, the students um, participated in um, sessions. Where, where they did self-advocacy practice, they did elevator speeches, talked about communication, right? You guys did like nonverbal, like body language as opposed to like speaking. Pop um, and pop interview questions, they practiced some interviewing, but the, the culminating event was the last day they did, um, they came dressed for success, which unfortunately on a podcast you can't see, they're all dressed very nicely today. Yeah, we've got some suits <laughs> in the room, yeah. yeah. And, um, they came dressed for success on that last day, and we brought in community members, business owners from the local Hood River community, um, people that the students had never met before. Oh, wow. Um, and did group interviews and single interviews. And during those interviews, and I think this is what Eddie was talking about, is that they, they sat together and one person interviewed while the other student was able to give feedback oh, on okay. how they did with the interview. So they were able to get instant feedback on how they did with the questions during the mock interviews on the last day. Um, so yeah, we've also partnered with Cognitopia, which is an online um, program for creating um, a portfolio that you can share with your vocational rehabilitation counselor, you can share with an employer or even a college disability office that showed some of the different experiences you've done. And so they all worked on their portfolios over those few days during the sessions. And then one other thing we did, um, so maybe this will refresh everybody's memory because it was in October that we did this. We had um, people from the hotel, remember this? The people from the hotel came and they talked about their um, job timeline, what their first job was as opposed to where they were. And they were all managers at the hotel. One was the, the what were the different ones that we listened the to? Chef, the chef. The bar attender, whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. the bar and restaurant manager. Uh, the account, the yeah. account person yeah so human resources and account business office so they all came and spoke to the students about what their first job was and how they worked up to becoming managers at the hood river hotel and so that was pretty cool as well and was that part of what um, cameron was referencing with the the interviews with employers that they got to do the interviews with employers were the last day when they did okay. the mock interviews with employers mm -hmm. um, and i think that's what eddie was talking about too right. around Giving so no each other pressure. feedback and helping right. each other yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. pressure interview. <laughs> One thing that I really liked about that is at the very end of the interview, the students got an evaluation from the person that was interviewing them. You know, so they got immediate feedback on how well they did or anything that they needed to improve on. And it was great. Yeah, that's awesome.
Need help planning your road to work? Go to roadtowork.oregon.gov and create your customized course to a job using available services and supports. That's roadtowork with the number two.oregon.gov. So what was the hardest part of the summit for you? Was there any part that was difficult? Yeah, when I was sleeping, I didn't have a gun to sleep last night because some person knocked on the door. Okay. <laughs> so someone interrupted your sleep, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that can be hard at a hotel. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sleeping in a different place other than your home isn't always the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Oh, I, I should say that there was no hard part for me. I mean, I've done it. I, I've done interviewing before, but I, I would say the interviewing part was probably the hardest for me, but after getting the hang of it, after a couple of times I did it and practiced, then it was, it was easy. I mean, but I didn't see any, anything that was hard or difficult for me to accomplish. Yeah. Great. So, um, and you kind of addressed this already, Cameron, but I was going to, the next question is what lessons did you learn that you were applying now in your life? So you mentioned Cameron that you, um, practiced interviewing and then you mm-hmm. now have a job. Yes. Uh, I do. Uh, I have a job at the Bentley feed store in Malala. Uh, so that, that interview helped, uh, at the student summit helped me to practice for that and, know what they what they expect and um how how i can oh, i forgot what i was gonna say now <laughs> it's okay you but, can start over if you want no it's okay okay I'm, i was finished anyways okay so. okay what about what about you destiny did you have any lessons you learned anything that you took away from the experience anything that helped you Mm. The practicing the interviews. Yeah. That part helped me a lot because it, I was not so nervous to do my interview at the Head Start. Uh huh. Yeah. So you mentioned you have a work experience coming up mm-hmm. at Head Start, and so that so the student son that helped you with that. Yeah, it helped me. Like they told us that we had to like sit like this and have our hands like this on the desk or whatever it mm-hmm. was. So sit up straight and look professional yeah. and. Mm-hmm. And that, and you used that when you did your interview at Head Start. Yep. Yeah. And um, and what are you going to be doing at Head Start? You're going to be working with kids. Yeah, I'm going to be helping them take care of them. Is that a goal of yours? Is that something you want to do? Yeah, I want to go to like learn to take care of kids because I want to make have my own like business of taking care of kids when I get older. Nice. What about you, Eddie? Did you what did you learn at the summit that you're applying now in your life and your in your job search? Well, I learned that you can make friends and help you with each other out, and you want to make your own job by experience mm-hmm. or create your own job. Yeah. And you're doing a work experience right now, it sounds like, but you were telling us before we started taping that you have a, your, your, what is your dream job? Why don't you tell everyone about your dream job? My dream job is make a car shop in Malala. Yeah, so to open your own shop? Yeah. To do what kind of cards? Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. so very specific. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, anything else that you guys would like to add about the student summit and what why what you thought was valuable about it? Would you encourage other students to participate? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so Chris, going forward, do you have any news about, do you, will the yeah. student summit continue? Um, it will, it will. Um, actually the, the region that we're doing regional student summits across the state. Um, and they're, they all should be happening by the end of 2020. Um, we've, help funding the co-funding is with Oregon Department of Ed and Office of Vocational Rehabilitation and they'll be done in all different ways um, you guys will be happy to know we're doing another one in Hood River same model and so I might be asking you to talk to students at some point to tell them what you just told Angela about what you learned and what you liked um, and some some people are doing one day ones and some people are doing just overnight so they'll be in all different variations but this specific pilot that we did in October really has created um, a statewide vision for doing these um, more and hopefully many in the future as we go forward. Yeah, so do you yeah. know how many you'll have across the state yet or is that still to I be determined? I don't know exactly how many there are. Um, I, like mine I'm combining with the uh, metro region. So we'll do regions one and six will be the, so Multnomah and Clackamas um, County will be doing ours together. I believe Southern Oregon is doing one together, Eastern Oregon. Um, I'm going to guess there's between five and eight happening over. Wow. The so next. Quite a few more. So we went yes. from one to, mm -hmm. to five to eight in a year. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to exciting. have you back on to talk more about it when Absolutely. we get into it later in the year. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, yeah. Michael, did you want to add something? I just wanted to add, I had an opportunity to talk with uh, everyone's parents, um, all of the students' parents, uh, and, and they expressed um, well, first of all, the, they, they expressed that it was the first time these students had been away from their homes for a couple of nights, and that was new for them, a new experience for the parents. Um, they, and they, uh, they described that the students came back with uh, a lot more confidence and uh, having had a, a great experience. Um, and again, uh, going back to the theme of authentic experiences, um, that, that was the message that came back from the parents was, was thank you. And I bet it wouldn't be difficult to convince them to go again, especially with that pool. It sounds like that was a huge hit. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. This has been the Employment First podcast. We'll talk to you again next time.